Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry, here, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drbarrypierre.com, as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself with better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, education, and health promotion. Today, we have another amazing guest on that podcast. Again, you know the theme this month is nutrition. And I thought, you know, what better kind of place to kind of start when we talk about nutrition is meal prepping, right? Again, if you Google nutrition, you Google, you know, trying to lose weight, one way or the other, you're going to come across a, a, a blog post or a page or a video that talks about the importance of meal prepping. And I get this question a lot. Honestly, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to, uh, you know, be more diligent when it comes to meal prepping myself. So I figured, you know, what, let me, let's talk to someone who's kind of been there right? And really kind of speaks about wellness and nutrition as a whole and really is trying to hit it home when it, uh, you know, out the park. I mean, when it comes to meal prepping and meal prepping for her patients and her clients. This week, we have Dr. Lisa N. Folden. She's a licensed physical therapist, naturopathic lifestyle coach. She's a movement expert, women's health advocate, and she works to educate the general population on exercise safety as well as other aspects of physical wellness. And I thought it was very important to have her on the show because not only does she talk about the aspect of physical well-being, right? And you know, obviously her being a physical therapist, that makes a way, you know, that makes just as obvious, right? But she understands and she had almost like an epiphany that because she was dealing with just one side of the table, you know, she was only doing half the job, right? When she wasn't educating her patients and her clients on the actual, you know, function of nutrition and how nutrition plays such a big role on the physical aspects of health, right? She knew she had to make a change, right? And and right now she owns Healthy Fit Physical Therapy and Wellness Consultants in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she works with clients of all ages recovering from orthopedic as well as neurological injuries. She's also been featured on the Oprah Magazine, Shape Magazine, Lift Strong, Bustle, because she's a writer as well, too. She loves writing. And she actually has her own book, Healthy Made Easy, The Ultimate Wellness Guide for Busy Moms. And we get the chance to talk to her about that as well, as well as an upcoming book focusing, again, hint, hint, on meal prepping, right? So again, uh, definitely excited for you guys to, you know, catch this episode again. Like always, if you have not had a chance, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You know, leave leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you feel about the podcast. Let us know what you feel about the episode, right? And then, you know, tell a friend and tell a friend. That's always the goal, right? Again, I don't expect you to tell 50 people, but as long as you tell one person, that's all you can ask for. So again, uh, get ready for another amazing episode here on The Lunch Learn with Dr. Barry. One of the sponsors for the Lunch and Learn Community Podcast is the Lunch and Learn Community Store, where you can find t-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, stickers, and wristbands with the motto, Empower Yourself for Better Health. Remember, 50% of all proceeds will go to the 
Five Star Scholarship Foundation, where we give out college scholarships to deserving high school seniors across the country. Thus far, we have given out over 20 deserving scholarships to students across the country. So again, 50% of the proceeds will be uh, blessed to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation. And today you can get the coupon code LUNCH20, and you get 20% off your purchase, and you support these high school students across the country. Again, the Lunch and Learn Community Store is at shop.drbayerpierre.com, and the coupon code is LUNCH20. All right, Lunch Alert community, again, you just heard another amazing introduction. You know the theme this month, we're talking about nutrition. We're getting ourselves together when it comes to the subject of nutrition. And of course, you know, I ain't the expert, right? So I bring experts on to, you know, not only kind of get you guys right, but get myself right as well, too, because I learned just as much as you do. Again, Dr. Lisa, thank you for joining today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So Dr. Lisa, I got I got a lot of my guests and a lot of my listeners who like to skip right past the introduction. They like to fast forward past the stuffing. They like to go straight to the meat and potatoes, given the pun, right? If they just missed your bio, let's say they even read your bio, right? Like what is something that maybe not be in your bio, but says, you know what, this is what really kind of expands the, the person who I am as far as Dr. Lisa is concerned. Yeah, well, being in the health field, I obviously have a passion for helping people. I think most people in our professions do. But for me personally, I'm just so passionate about health and exercise and making things fun and making nutrition and life manageable. So some of the things that, you know, don't go in my bio, little tidbits about me. Number one, I love to dance. Like I could dance all day. And all right. if, I, <laughs> if I thought that <laughs> if I had a little more confidence in myself as a dancer when I was younger, I would probably not be a physical therapist. I'd probably be a professional choreographer or dancer. Um, but because it's something I love, right? Okay. I, know I incorporate it into my fitness lifestyle because I enjoy it. But yeah, that, that's, you know, one of my things. I'm a neat freak. Doesn't have as much to do with nutrition necessarily, but I like to have things organized. Like I read organizational books and I follow organizational blogs and I'm the type of person that gets really excited going to the container store. You know what I mean? And having uh, different... Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so See, I'm one of those... I love this. I love this. Because this is like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I didn't even know they're like organizational books. But now, now uh, I'm, I'm more yeah. intrigued. I'm even more intrigued about that, oh, that yes, aspect of it. And again, I think it kind of calls into the discipline. And I'm pretty sure, and we'll talk about it. I'm pretty sure you, you understand how important discipline is yeah. with the subject of uh, nutrition. and It's primary, yeah. Getting ourselves together. For those who may not know, right, for those who may not know are still maybe just kind of coming into their own, when we talk about nutrition and it's just kind of it's overall, you know, benefits to our health, like what, what would you say it is, right, like in that, the grand scheme of things? Well, first, I'd like to say I don't consider myself a true expert on nutrition. You know, my education in physical therapy, we have some nutrition training, but it's not. I definitely I'm not a nutritionist by any means. So I never like to tell my clients or my audience, people that I'm working with that, you know, I am the authority on nutrition, but I have a good grasp of it just from my work experience and history. And then, of course, living my own life, <laughs> trying to figure uh -huh. it out. So what I have learned is that nutrition is so much more important than we were taught <laughs> growing up. Oh, yes. It's probably as it relates to weight loss or weight maintenance, it's probably 80 percent, honestly. And that's hard for me because I'm like an exercise or like I love to work out. So, you know, you get in that mindset for a long time, like, oh, I'll eat that, but I'll just work it off. And that uh -huh. is so not how it works. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. And I learned that the hard way for years and years. So I just think nutrition is it's really primary 
what you put into your body is, you know, you're going to be a product of that. So it's it's really important. And it's hard in this country, you know, to, to find the right stuff and the good stuff. And sometimes when you think you got the right stuff, you read an article on Google that says <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, totally, yep, it's so. not the right stuff. <laughs> so it can be very confusing and very challenging, but it is very important to, you know, put at least a decent amount of effort into, you know, defining a nutrition plan and program, you know, that works for you, your family, you know, your lifestyle. And what I love, and I think this is especially because it looked a bit, you touched on in the beginning, is I think a lot of times, especially in, when it comes to health and just healthcare in general, really just knowledge in general, is that a lot of times, you know, we kind of attribute the aspects of like, you know, having some type of degree or paper and mm-hmm. that like vaunts us as experts. When we all know job applications all day talk about mm-hmm. what is your experience? Experience, absolutely. What is the experience associated with what you're trying to do mm-hmm. and and here like especially in health i see it all the time and you i'm pertinent you already know it, you know it it takes someone you know they do a couple months of training and all of a sudden they propound themselves as this the expert de facto right yes unfortunately, <laughs> right unfortunately right there isn't you know if someone follows them right and someone believes they're the expert you know that's where it is so you no, know again, I, I don't think i i never put too much i put some onus right mm-hmm. in the onus of you know needing you know certain degrees certificates or something like that to say like oh i'm an expert but i always put more focus on like oh are you in the trenches right are exactly. you are you getting down and dirty when it comes to it right because yeah. that's the person i want to listen to right i want to listen mm-hmm. to the person who's had struggles right i want to listen to the person who's had successes right i want to listen to Absolutely. the person who's then able to initiate and then kind of you know pass that knowledge on right that's yes. that's especially in the learning community i think that's always been a, a big thing for us right is understanding that those those paper degrees is fine right but like tell yeah. me what, what tell me what your life is about and exactly. Me that way, because unfortunately, most people will f- most people are more likely going to follow that type of person, uh, the person who got a whole bunch of like you know degrees on their wall, but don't mm-hmm. talk about nothing, can't talk about nothing because mm-hmm. they can't teach us. Exactly. Um, and I think it's interesting because you and you you kind of talked about the fact that you kind of had to go through your own aspect of learning that like oh nutrition actually is absolutely like, like the the real deal. It was it because you were so active and and, and you were able to kind of balance it out like is was that some was were you kind of leaning on the fact that you're so physically active and you were able to kind of get away with you know maybe some of the nutritional discretions in the past well you know i think it's like probably most of us when you're you know an adolescent and you're exercising and moving all day and your metabolism has not yet you know come to a bit of a halt (laughs) You, (laughs) you can you can live a lot more freely and do a lot more of whatever you want you don't see the repercussions of it and then you're not even cognizant you're not even thinking about it at that at that age so for me i was always very athletically built always very athletic in regard to the activities i chose i ran cross country i was a dancer in high school so uh, when i went into college i think that was you know that first shift you know they talk about the freshman 15 and uh-huh. <laughs> and this and that but i think that was my first shift in seeing like oh you know my body is changing a lot you know growing up but also based on the foods that i'm eating what what was accessible to me you know was a lot of stuff that i don't think i normally ate and so i saw changes happening wasn't able to pinpoint exactly what to do about it at that point, but that's when I became more aware. And it wasn't until I got into physical therapy school and I started learning a little bit more that I started to understand like, oh, okay. But even still, I, I mean, that was 
like 15 years ago. And you still, because of, you know, the way that you grow up, sometimes you still have this desire to like, okay, I can just work it off. <laughs> so I played that, that game for years and years. And I think it was probably starting to have children and then seeing real changes is like, okay, I cannot eat the things that I was eating at the the rate and the consistency that I was eating them before if I want to be healthy and be able to function and not continue gaining more and more weight. You know, that was, it, it all kind of came to a halt, I think, with children. So I leaned on my youth and yeah, my activity level. And then just, you know, not really understanding, <laughs> you know, what was happening all the time. Like I did put on a little weight, which is, which is fine. And I like to mention that I don't do a lot of folk heavy weight focus in my practice when I work with people for wellness needs. If, if you have a goal of changing your weight, I'm, I'm cool with that and we'll work with that. But I try not to make the primary focus to do with your weight because it can be so misleading, right? Some people right. are just net, naturally thinner, naturally smaller, naturally weigh less. And it does not speak to their health as far as what they're putting in their bodies and what their body is able to do, what their lab work would, would say. So I don't focus heavily on that. But sometimes, oftentimes, you know, weight is the most visible, you know, descriptor of like what's happening as far as what you're eating. So for me, yeah, definitely seeing changes and fluctuations in my weight. And then also when some activities that I could do before became more challenging. And it's like, okay. well, hold on, what's going on here? <laughs> I, used to, I, used to, I used to be able to do this. What's going on here? Yeah, it's uh... like, hold on. Like, I, I don't remember uh, needing this much water in a day, but now if I don't get my 64 to 98 ounces, something is wrong. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, so yeah, just, you know, being being more aware of those changes and seeing seeing their effects on my body. And what I love, because I, I know you talked about being being a physical therapist and kind of, I'm, I'm pretty sure with a lot of, just on that aspect of your work and, and seeing where, you know, if a person's nutrition, you know, isn't optimal, right? Oh, yeah. It makes that side of the job harder as well. Absolutely. What were some of the things that kind of led you to say, you know what, like, I, I think I want to take a more proactive role, not only in myself, but in others when it comes to nutrition. So that, you know, I, I was working, let's see, I graduated in seems so long ago, 2007 from physical therapy school. And I started out doing contract work. So I would just work at a location for 13 weeks or so and then move on to another. And I enjoyed that because I have a tendency to get bored. So it's nice to kind of switch up my environment, switch up my caseload. I got to see adults, children, you know, so I have a pretty wide spectrum. But what I noticed is when I kind of got into the field uh, and staying more consistently in a location, it just became like the same thing over and over again. You know, so-and-so injured their knee, they're here for this, run them through a program real quick. And then six months later, they're back, <laughs> you know, for mm. something else. <laughs> so I started to feel like a, a factory worker in that I was just kind of repairing these same people over and over again. And it dawned on me, and this was about, around the time that uh, I started contemplating starting my own practice, uh, which I eventually did. It just dawned on me that we spend a lot of time on rehab and no time on prehab. So I started Ooh, making my own. Oh, I like that. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're always, and you know, and it goes with our American system, right? We're not necessarily a healthcare system. We're more of a sick care system. And so it just, it became annoying and frustrating to me that I could probably instill some knowledge in people that would prevent them from having these injuries over and over and over again. And a lot of it, a lot of the injuries, of course, related to weight or, you know, just poor nutrition in general. And so that that's when I contemplated starting my own practice a few years later. 
I did. And I in, immediately in my practice, it was like wellness. We're going to do physical therapy. Absolutely. You get injured. I'm happy to help you. But we're going to do wellness. So almost all of my clients know that when we finish healing their injury, the, you know, the very acute thing that's happening in them, we move right into, okay, what's next? <laughs> it's like, all right, now, now the core is strong. How are we going to keep it that way? What are we going to do? So I just make that my focus now is really getting people to consider how they don't, you know, don't want to come back for this same thing or deal with these same issues. So how we can sort of revamp what you're doing. And I do that a lot with my moms. I have a fit mom program that I work with and I help women, especially after babies. It just, it gets real challenging. Your whole world gets kind of turned upside down. And I have a heart for that because I've been through it myself three times now. And so I work with them on their nutrition and making things very simple, easy, creating some grabbable meals, things that are healthy and fulfilling to their bodies that they don't feel like they're in the kitchen slaving over, you know, for hours and hours and hours. So, yeah, I just all of that, you know, that whole experience and seeing people do the same thing over and over again and me being there to facilitate it. It was like, this is insanity. Let me let me figure out a new plan here. So. And, and I love that, especially because the, the fact that, you know, and I think a lot of times when we hear of nutrition, people always go to wait, you know, if your nutrition's bad, your healing's bad, right? If your oh, nutrition's gosh. bad, your mentation's bad. If you're nutri- Like there's so many other things associated with nutrition that like weight becomes more of a byproduct, it's a byproduct. more than the actual like targeted aspect and goal. And, and so one of the one of the, the the reasons why you know I definitely want to highlight here right is because you know obviously th- in this day and age we're in August right yeah I, mm-hmm. I had a previous guest tell me eighty percent of people who had New Year's resolutions have already kind of failed and dropped them right and they're already thinking about next year's resolutions <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> so one of the big things especially when people start thinking about you know trying to you know get better as far as with their eating right is the mm-hmm. onus and is the, is the practice of meal prep and again, yes. full disclosure, lunch and community members, like I'm going to be like kind of taking down notes as well, because <laughs> I have trouble with just this, the, just getting behind the mindset of it. Like, let's talk about meal prepping. Why is it, why is it such an important aspect? And, you know, because I know you're big on it as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time meal prepping and revamping my meal prep process because it is more than a notion. I always tell people start small because it, it, it takes some effort and some energy and some thought. But I, I like to look at the idea of meal prep like this. You know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. And you have to take that same thinking into your food. If you are just going to fly by the seat of your pants and that works for some people. So I don't knock the process. You have to you have to find your own process. But most times, if you're going by the seat of your pants on your eating, then you're not going to be eating good. And that's just that's just the bottom line. (laughs) If you're not planning out what are going to be my breakfast options this week, my lunch, my dinners, then you're likely ordering fast food, carry out, going out to lunch multiple days a week or eating a bunch of snacks. That's, that is, that's, we're human, right? And that is usually (laughs) what it lends itself to. So for me, the construct of meal prep starts in the mind. It's like, all right, let's think this through. (laughs) What do I know to be good for my body? How can I incorporate as much of that into my daily eating as possible? How can I avoid spending my money and and eating things that are are probably made from mostly, you know, not great products and putting them into my body every single day? And so I look at it from that standpoint and then I create affirmations around it. You know, I literally- We love love affirmations on here. We love them. 
right now on my bathroom uh, mirror, I have like five or six affirmations associated with my eating. And one of them is my taste buds are not more important than my physical health. Right. Oh, so, okay. So right. sometimes, sometimes I want, you know, some cheesecake or, you know, some Oreos and those things are fine in, in moderation, obviously, but I know myself, I have a moderation problem. <laughs> so, uh, I, <laughs> you know, I love that. See, we see we're, we're right here with it. Right. We know that we can't even like now nah, we can't even go because we just don't mm. stop. Like yeah. it just I can eat a whole <laughs> like a whole row <laughs> of Oreos. So for me, I don't bring it into my home. Now, if I'm out somewhere and there's a cookie, oh, I'll taste one, that's fine. But I don't bring those foods into my home. So that, my whole concept of meal prep just revolves around that idea that my being healthy and eating fuel and food that is good for my body and that's going to make my body work better is more important than that temporary satisfaction of a taste. And so I plan for it. I create affirmations around it. I write out a menu. I shop for it. I, you know, and I meal prep and I go from there. And when I do step outside of it because I'm meeting friends for lunch or dinner or whatever, it's not a huge deal because the vast majority of the time during the week, I'm sticking within my plan. So, okay. so that's how. And so what would you say, and you talked about preparation. Well, like what mm-hmm. other benefits are kind of really associated with those who are looking to get into meal prep or doing meal prep or are, mm-hmm. are in that process? Like, you know, a lot of times, you know, for us, you know, we got to mentally kind of put ourselves in, in that process mm-hmm. first before we can take As you step. should. <laughs> yes, as you should. I suggest that because like I said, if you just, sometimes when you jump into it, it's like overwhelming, you know, and it's too much. But the benefits of meal prep, I mean, they're, they're numerous. Number one, you're more aware of what you're eating, right? So you know what's going in your body. If you're a calorie counter or someone who likes to be very mindful of how much they're eating, you, you, you plan it out. You literally portion it out. You size it out. You, you make sure you're getting the right serving sizes. Number two, of course, you save tons of money. <laughs> yes. Like I don't even like to do the math sometimes. Like if I'm off, not doing my meal prep. I check my bank account and I see what I've spent on carry out in like a week or let alone a month. I have a family of five, so it gets real bad. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying really- same here. Same here. I got, I got two <laughs> twins and, a, and an older daughter. So like we, we just oh, can't yes. just go out the and then. It- <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cause it's, it's like depressing to the bank account. So what I do, obviously you, you save a lot of money when you meal prep to me, like I said, it just keeps you organized. And you know, that speaks to my inner organizational person. I love the idea of knowing, all right, here's the kids lunches. These are my lunches. These are my husband lunches. Here's the freezer prep for the next four meals. It saves time. Meal prep can take several hours, obviously, but it saves you so much time during the week when you can come home, get off work. And all you have to do is throw your, your dinner in the oven. You know what I mean? It's so easy. If you can get up in the morning, get your kids off to school or wherever they're going, and all they do is grab their already pre-made lunch out of the fridge, it just, it frees up so much time. And for me, the personal benefits are when you free up that time, then you get to do more of things you love, like spend time with your family, go figure, right? Or shoot, lay out on the couch and watch TV if you want to. You know what I mean? It gives you, you the ability to spend more time doing things that you enjoy because now you're prepared and your week is set as far as your nutrition nutrition goes. So of course the weight benefits, the, you know, nutrition, making sure you're eating good foods, all of that is there, but saving money and time and, and restoring memories and things that you, you know, don't always get to make because of our busy, busy lives. Those are the the big benefits to me. 
And uh, I love it. Love all of them. <laughs> love that. So, but Dr. Lisa, you already know, and I'm pretty sure you probably ran through most of them. You're going to have people that are going to hit you with excuses. Yes. What are some of the more common, I'll call it misconceptions, but you know, really, what are some of the common excuses you hear for people who say, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Oh, there's so many. Let me pick out my favorites. First, <laughs> let me say excuses are tools of incompetence. Ooh. Okay. So talk, let's talk, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. <laughs> so the reality is this, if you want something bad enough, you're willing to work for it. And I take that into every aspect of my life, period, family, schooling, education, career, nutrition, health, fit, all of it. It go, it, it goes into every category. The most common excuses I get are time. It takes too long. I'm not interested in that. And I respect that one because time is valuable, you know, for me too. And so for people like that, I suggest we take it small, you know, maybe, maybe instead of meal prepping once a week where you're spending three or four hours, maybe you meal prep twice a week. So maybe on Sunday, you meal prep a few things to get you through Wednesday. And then maybe on Wednesday, you meal prep a few things to get you through, you know, Thursday, Friday, or the weekend, whatever. I also suggest that people take time off. Like sometimes meal prep, it can be a lot when you're doing it consistently every week. So to give yourself a breather, take a week off. That week, just make sure you shop for things that are healthy and grabbable, you know, and then you plan your carry out around sort of your healthier food options in your in your neighborhood or wherever you, you work or live. So there's ways to get around that. But that's the biggest excuse that, you know, I don't have time. Uh, Another, time, time being a time. big one. It's always. Yeah. Another excuse I get is um, for families, people who have like picky eaters with kids. And I'm mm. like, I have a whole chapter in my book about that. So mm. <laughs> so I'm ready for that one, too. And it's just sometimes people don't, you know, we'll Google everything. Right. You know, I got a scratch on my arm or bump on my. Let me look this up. Sometimes people forget when it comes to meal planning and recipes and things like that. Like use the Internet, use Google, like find some things that sound attractive to your kids. Find ways if you, you know, what your kids like find ways to incorporate things they like into the meals so that you're not you know meal prepping and basically being wasted so picky eaters can be tough but there's definitely ways i hide food you know hide vegetables inside of food all the time my kids have no idea (laughs) (laughs) it's like you can say well kids my kids don't eat vegetables I'm like, I'm I'm good for making them like a cheese quesadilla and, and chopping up fine uh, yellow bell peppers. And they have no idea. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Either okay. way, it blends in with the cheese, you know. So I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for problem solving. But but yes, picky eaters. And then I say the third most common meal prep excuse I get is, well, it's t- two. One, people think it costs too much, which, you know, I can totally refute that. It does not. <laughs> your fast food and your carry out <laughs> is way more expensive. Way more. <laughs> way. Quick, quickly too like one <laughs> one session exactly it's like at least for me i know one session and then i'm like oh my god what, what are we doing out here exactly <laughs> yep so so that one is easy to get rid of but the other one is for people who are single and you know live alone or just don't feel like oh, i don't want to eat that or, i don't want to eat the same thing all the time or I don't want to cook all of that food. And I totally get that. But I think that the single person, the person that's just meal prepping for themselves has a great advantage. You know, you have the opportunity to really switch your stuff up because you're making such small portion sizes and grocery stores have gotten real hip. Now they got a lot of single serving Mm -hmm. (laughs) options for you. So I, to me, it's not really a, a reasonable excuse anymore because there are ways around it and there's ways to take a meal, prep it, just pull out a couple for your week and then freeze the rest. And that can be a prep, you know, 
for later in the month or, or whenever. So there's ways to get around all of that. So I'm ready for all the excuses, but those are probably the top three or four that I get. <laughs> tools for the incompetent. I love it. Yes, I love it. When you, when you started and, you know, you made that transition, right, where nutrition was important, where meal prep, was this like a, like a tag team combo where like when you were making the nutrition turn, you said, I need to do it while meal prepping or did that come at a different time frame? That's a good question. They came very close to one another. Yeah, I think within within the month or so of me feeling like, hey, I need to really step up my nutrition game. I think I was like, yeah, meal prep is just a natural part. It was sort of a natural progression to me because mm-hmm. it was like, for me, I'm a planner anyway. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to eat right, how am I going to make sure I eat right? <laughs> it's like, uh, I can't just rely on what's here because we're always going to you know, go for what's quick. So I may have all the healthy ingredients in my cabinets and refrigerator, right? But when I get off work and I'm literally exhausted, I don't want to make that. (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. want to stand in the kitchen. So I will order food. Postmates has been like the best and worst creation uh, ever because <laughs> I will Postmate in a second, right? Grub, all of those. So for me, they, they came very close to each other because I realized even though I want to eat better and I know a little bit more about how to eat better and I shop a little better, if I don't have stuff already prepared, I'm going to still reach out to the to the stuff that's not great for me. Yeah, so for yeah, you. so they, they were close. They were close together. Now, of course, the, the, the minds are going to want to know, like, what is Dr. Lisa eating, right, when she's <laughs> meal prepping, right? Like, what? Because, you know, you you do these Google searches, right? They got these, yeah. you know, immaculate looking meals. And I'm like... You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Let me just say, full disclosure here, and people who will follow my Instagram may already know this. I did. I wrote my book last year, and it's called Healthy Made Easy, The Ultimate Wellness Guide for Busy Moms, and I touch on meal prep and, and tons exercise and tons of things in there. The sequel to that book, I guess, in a way, and this was by popular demand, was a recipe book. <laughs> Mm. And let me just say, I am I am about three quarters of the way through the recipe book that was supposed to be released in May. And it has been more than an ocean. And it's because of just what you said. It is so hard to put out a recipe book that does not look like the stuff that you see <laughs> when you Google. And I'm like, so it has been a huge stress to me to where I've been contemplating whether or not <laughs> I'm going to sure. release it. <laughs> but yes, it can be overwhelming when you see these great looking whatever souffles. Yeah, and, yeah. They, you know, they have it lined up and yes. then they got, you know, some got chicken, yes. some got yeah. some type of protein, red meat. <laughs> then you got your asparagus. You got, and I'm looking like, I don't make Perfectly nothing. Perfectly plated. That. I don't, I don't make nothing that look nothing like that. Like, not a, I'm like, what am I? Okay. All right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Neither do I. <laughs> My stuff is simple for the most part. I, I pretty much, I have this go-to garlic and herb seasoning that I use on almost everything. And it's literally like, I just buy it in bulk at this point <laughs> because I can, I do not have time to be doing like, 15 ingredient dishes. Now yes. there's times when you want to splurge and go crazy. Oh, I saw this cool thing. I want to try it. Right. But my regular, mm-mm, no. So my things are simple. At least two weeks out of a month, I am eating egg muffins for breakfast. Okay. And it, it is so simple. I literally crack 24 eggs in a bowl, sprinkle some pepper, and then I make a decision. Is it going to be bell pepper this week? Is it going to be a little turkey or chicken sausage? What am I going to put in this egg? I scramble them up and I pour them into a muffin pan, two muffin pans, and I bake them for 20 minutes on 350. I throw those in a Ziploc bag and my kids and I and my husband, we grab them every morning for bread. I don't even want mine up. <laughs> I just grab oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yep. 
super simple. So everything I do, I try to keep it very basic. When I when I step outside of the confines of basic, I typically find myself annoyed or, or frustrated. So I, mm. I pull myself back in. So Is that just because because it, it takes a little bit longer? Is that the it takes longer, the stress associated with it. It's like, oh, I want, you know, you see this on Google and it's like, oh, this is a beautiful, I want to do that. And it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Just make mm. some food that's edible and tastes decent and, and go for it. I tell my kids all the time, we are, we are not living to eat. <laughs> we are eating to live, okay? Yes. So everything is not going to be the very best thing you've ever tasted, but, you know, we're going to get through it, you know? I try to make my food taste good just as a disclaimer, but... <laughs> But yeah, so I try to keep it very simple. Dinners. I mean, we tip, I don't do red meat and it's really just been a preference since I was like 12 years old. So I don't eat red meat. I don't eat pork, but we have a lot of chicken dishes, a lot of ground turkey or turkey breast dishes, and then a lot of fish. So we do a lot. Of, we have one fish meal at least every week. So this week we had a shrimp stir fry that was so easy. I literally bought the frozen raw deveined and unshelled shrimp from my local BJ's. And then I bought couple bags of frozen stir fry vegetables. I put them in a Ziploc bag together. I sprinkle some low sodium soy sauce on them. My famous garlic and herb seasoning, a little mm. bit of olive oil. I kind of swished the bag around, threw it in the freezer. Yesterday when I came home from work, I threw it in a pan and we ate it. <laughs> it was I love it. so easy. So yeah. And I love it because you, you, you keep knocking down that like time. Like, yeah. come on, like, you got. Because like, it doesn't take time if you do it. If you do it wisely, it doesn't take a lot of time. Some people love cooking, you know, so some people meal prep is cool. It's like an expression of their art and they don't mind being in the kitchen for a long time and making fancy stuff. And I say more power to you. I'm not that person. I cook because I have a family. (laughs) Like if I did not have a family, I'm sure I would be ordering like HelloFresh or one of those. And I often recommend that to people. I'm like, I meal prep. I think it's the best thing ever. But you know what? It's not for every single person in the way that I do it. So if you can afford it and fit it into your budget, order from a food delivery service that you have researched and found their ingredients and their options to be healthy. Do it that way. And a lot of those, you still have to do, you know, the cooking and they just give you the fresh ingredients kind of prep. So whatever works, I'm, I'm here for whatever works for you and, you know, everybody. I love it. I love it. Yeah, go get get getting folks right. Like I said, because I gotta, I have to make that. Because like mentally, I see myself meal prepping. <laughs> I just haven't made that leap where I got in. Of course, for those those who may not know, but you should already know. Like I'm dealing with the fact that like I'm still in my rehab process. I only got yes, one leg, right? I so, saw that. so it's not like I can, you know, I'm I'm wheeling around. I'm just wheeling around in places. But like I already know mentally, once I get on my feet, and you know, mm-hmm. figuratively, that's definitely going to be the direction I want to go go in, right? Because I because I, it makes so much sense. It makes so yeah. much sense in the world if you prepare. And I, I love that prehab. We, we, oh, I, I love that. I, I'm still thinking about that one line. <laughs> if we're not preparing for it, because we got to eat, right? We know we eat. Yes. Right? And that's know. the thing. It's not like it's a surprise <laughs> that I'm going to be hungry Wednesday night. That's great. Yeah, it's not a you're surprise. Right. Like, it's like I'm going to eat Wednesday night. So if you're going to eat, why don't you just go ahead and prepare the food now and not have to spend that money going out and eating? And Absolutely. so I'm, I'm, I'm 100% here for that. And we are in, we got her on record that she's going to be finishing her recipe book soon. So we're going <laughs> to oh, keep God. pushing it. And, yeah, and my, my friends know me. I will, I DM every week or so like, Hey, what's going on? How's that? How's that book going? Everything. All right. We wait for the book to come out. So, so I, I'm going to be on a lunch and learn community. You don't have to worry about nothing. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get that book out of it. Cause we, it, it's, I think it's definitely needed. Right. Especially if, you know, the people are asking for it, you gotta, you gotta give it they to are. them. I will. I definitely will. And I appreciate 
appreciate the accountability. So I will, I will get it together. <laughs> so when, when, especially in, in your line of work, right? When you're, when you're working with people and, and, and you're working with the whole aspect of wellness, right? Whether it be planning and goal setting, right? What, what has been some of the benefits and what has been some of like the, the successes that you've seen thus far in, in the whole kind of onus of it? Oh, I mean, so many things, you know, a lot of my clients who make the decision to kind of transition, you know, to a lifestyle where they're just being accountable and, and being knowledgeable about what they eat, planning for and things like that. I mean, everything from from the very obvious weight loss, you know, inches lost, fitting into clothes they hadn't before to more internal and personal benefits. Benefits like, you know, I have clients that are like, I couldn't walk from the back of the parking lot before, you know what I mean? Or I couldn't do the stairs without my knee throbbing or, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't even see myself getting back to the gym. So tons of tons of things when, when people make a decision and they're going to change and do something, you know, to better themselves, no matter how hard it is, that's the key. We got to get over that hump of hard because most of the stuff that's worth having is you know, harder to do. <laughs> so once they get that mindset and we sit down and we set a plan, the positive results are just so many. There's just so, so many good things. And it'll be like, you know, cause everybody is not like, oh, I need to be a size five. Or I got to lose this. Some people are very, very genuine about like, I just want to be able to chase my grandkids around. Like, I don't want to be out of breath. You know what I mean? I, I just, I want to feel better. Like, I don't want to be sleepy every single day, all day. Like that's my, my clients come to me dragging sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I'm exhausted. I was up till two in the morning working. I didn't have breakfast. I didn't go exercise. It's like, it's like, Jesus, I can't live. <laughs> that way. That's a depressing way to live, you know, for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, it just, so many benefits to just, you know, getting, getting that action plan set and kind of getting your life in order. And it, it translates to everything we do, every single thing. You are going to be a better worker. You're going to be a better husband, father, wife, friend, everything. You're better when you're taking better care of yourself. So, and it's just, it's a big part of the self-care journey, you know? So I love I'm it. big on that. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it. You know, we love, we love self-care here. We love self-care. Yes. We love affirmations. We yes. love preempting the inevitable. And that's where, you know, the meal prepping and prehab and everything else kind of comes in. And I know you talk, especially with your practice where you focus on, uh, you obviously have patients, you know, who have some physical ailments that you take care of and then you kind of deal with the wellness. Do you also just take care of patients uh, just strictly who may not have physical ailments, but like, oh, I just need to get my wellness together? Absolutely. So I offer just straight wellness. Several people, they will contact me and they will say, I want to get into the gym, but I'm uncomfortable I don't really know what to do or maybe I just lost a lot of weight and, you know, now I want to kind of talk, but I don't know where to go or what to do or how to keep it off or, you know, all, I get all kinds of stuff. So yes, I take people straight for wellness. I also offer kind of a newer service. It's called a mobility visit. And this is a whole separate podcast, I'm sure. But <laughs> I, I have a true passion for teaching people the benefits of stretching and mobility in their body with regard to the muscles and joint. And oh God, I want to say maybe 80% of, of us like don't stretch <laughs> unless Man. we're maybe about to do something Ooh. important. <laughs> <laughs> that full again, you know, again, let's learn community. You know, we do full disclosures here, right? I had to go to, I went to Disney with the kids, right? Because that's what you just got to do. I'm in Florida. There's one of the the 
rides. It wasn't even a ride. It was just some session that we went to, right? Where you got to sit like Indian style. Oh, I couldn't yeah. even sit oh. Indian style. I didn't oh, even know yeah. how hard it was to sit. I'm like, oh, like, oh my, like I used to be able to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta yes. get to like, and, and mind you, I'm going to the gym and I thought I was doing something, but clearly I, I, I wasn't working the right muscles because I tried and I couldn't do it. Some of the most athletic, strong, aesthetically perfect looking people are the tightest and <laughs> never stretch. Like it's amazing. So <laughs> I spent a lot of time offering a service, a new service called a mobility visit where you literally come in. It's like a 45 minute visit. I do a very quick assessment. And then I take you through guided stretches for every major muscle group in your body. And then we end with a little bit of soft tissue work just at the base of the skull, you know, right in the neck. And people get up and they literally feel like a new person. And it's like, this is something you could have almost all, all done, you know, on your own. <laughs> like you, but it's a service I've had to offer because People don't know how to stretch. They don't know how long the hold stretches. They don't know what position is best to stress stretch particular muscles. So uh, that is one of the wellness services I offer. It has nothing to do with you know physical therapy or injuries necessarily. It's not a, a service that they can necessarily cover with their health insurance. But yeah, it's a it's a wellness service that clearly, I offer. Clearly needed because again, I, again, I I felt so I had to put my like had to stretch one leg out because I just I could not do the yes. Indian side. I'm like, what is like yes. okay? I said I got it's very common though, especially right. among men, especially. Right. <laughs> right. I said, I said, okay, I gotta get my. I, said, I don't know if I need to get into some, some type of yeah, yoga. Well, or someone, someone just need to teach me how to stretch. That's what it was. Right? Like someone just, you probably, probably got to gotta, like try to do that, like some online thing. Like you got to probably like formulate like like some a video step process. Because I think yes. that would, I think that would definitely do well for you. Let's again before before I get you out of here, right? Because again, I'm 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 very nosy, right? <laughs> Me too. That's fine. <laughs> let's 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 talk about you know healthy made easy, and I want to talk about all of your business ventures because I I'm always impressed by my guests and all the amazing things that they do. Like I said, they help motivate me. They kind of get me together. Let's talk about that first book, the motivation behind that first book, and obviously, and then we're going to kind of spill the beans on every. Again, you talk about the the mobility. Like let's talk about everything that you're doing, right? So the people who are listening can know, especially it, it, where where you're from again. Where, 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 Location wise? So I'm originally from Detroit, but I mm-hmm. have been living in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Years. So that, right. that's where I am and that's where my practice is. So, okay, yes. perfect. <laughs> Let's, so what, what made you write the book? What was the, 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 the driver force before I said, you know what, I mean, I, I need to get a book out here. Yeah, it's so funny. So a lot of things. I blog a lot. I write a lot. I've always been into writing, but usually short little things, <laughs> essays. So what I was finding in my practice is I was repeating a lot of the same information, <laughs> especially to my moms, to, to people who were trying to sort of organize their life and combat that, that primary excuse for healthy living, right? Time. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to meal prep. I don't, my kids this and I do this and work and that and da, 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 all of that. So I was like, you know what? I, I started jotting down some thoughts and I was like, you know what? I need to write a book. So this was maybe early 2018. And, you know, I put it off, put it off. And then I finally just went to town. I think I wrote the, the bulk of my book probably in a two month time frame because I was literally coming on from work. Just I was typing on my phone <laughs> in between patients, you know. So it's called Healthy Made Easy, the ultimate wellness guide for busy moms. And I say that, you know, mom's a big market, but it's really for busy people. I mean, honestly, it's anybody who has a lot going on in their life and doesn't feel like they can make time to exercise. So I have a chapter on meal prepping where I talk about how to make it easy, 
what to do. I recommend some websites for recipes. I have a chapter on incorporating your children and your family into your new lifestyle, especially when you have picky eaters. Talk about ways to, you know, hide foods and make it, make the meals attractive to children or to your spouse or whomever. I talk about social eating. People don't recognize how challenging it can be to go out with your friends or family when you're trying to eat a certain way, right? And so I give some very, very simple tips for that. I talk about, that's, that's mostly the, the part of the book on nutrition. Second half of the book is all about exercise and fitness. So I have workouts in here, sample workouts for when you're taking your kids to the playground or you have your kids at a sports practice, give suggestions and tips and things you can do. I try to, I have a chapter talking about incorporating fitness into your everyday lifestyle like making exercise double as family time. So you guys all go for a hike or things like that. I love I it. Talk, yeah, get, I get talk everybody, about, get everybody, everybody working. involved because it's a lifestyle, right? And if you go to my Instagram, you'll see my kids are on there with me exercising all the time because they see me do it. And it's just a normal part of their lives. You know, I talk about how to navigate gym equipment. And I have some very unpopular thoughts on unpopular opinions on some of the equipment at the gym. I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a home workout person myself, but I do appreciate the gym, but only for certain certain aspects. So and then, you know, the last chapter in the book talks about focusing on your fitness without comparing your journeys to other people. We so often, especially as women, and I think men do it as well. We see someone else and it's like, oh, I want to do that. I want to look like that. Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, def men definitely do. We so yeah. <laughs> this is your body and your process, and you need to want to look like you. <laughs> and, and whatever byproduct of being healthy and fit is for your body, we're thankful for that. But trying to formulate a plan to look and be like someone else is always wrong. So I talk about that in the book, but I'm very proud of it. It's available on Amazon and through my website. But it's, it was my little labor of love. And it took me, you know, uh, a little under a year to complete. So that a good tool for people, but especially for, you know, women, people with children, pets. If you're taking care of elderly, you know, family members, it's you got a lot on your plate. It's a good book for you to understand your making time for your fitness. So so I have that and my practice here in Charlotte. It's, it's called Healthy Fit Physical Therapy and Wellness. And I have a little spell, I don't spell fit the normal way. It's actually spelled P-H-I-T. And that was just a play on words, the P and the T for physical therapy. So, <laughs> but yeah, we see clients literally ages zero to a hundred. I see pediatrics, adults. I'm, I consider myself a generalist, uh, though I do have a lot of work in the pediatric world as well as low back pain. That's a very, very, very common diagnosis that I get. So I do a lot of lumbar stability and core strengthening, things like that, you know, and I'm here for all of it. I refer out if I feel like, you know, what you got going on is a little bit more in depth than I feel like. <laughs> so I have, I have some people I refer out to, but in general, I see most patients. So if you go to my website, www.healthyfit.com. I have, you can sign up for my mailing list and I have a free posture packet that you will receive via email. And that's been really good for people because most people don't really know what good posture is. Like when I see a new client and I tell them to like, you know, let me see your best posture. What I typically get is some exaggeration of that posture. Yes. Where, yes. <laughs> hey, let's look at me. I can't see you, but mentally I was actually, when she said that, I was actually about to sit up. Like, I was like, oh, up, she yeah. looking at my posture. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone says posture, I'm like, whoa. So I, yeah, I usually see some exaggeration of good posture where they're like in that military stance or, you know, so. Is that even good posture though? Is that even good posture? 
that is that okay okay (laughs) (laughs) it is not so i send out you sign up for my mailing list i send out sort of a sheet that that shows you some of the common poor posture positions and then the best ideal posture and you know the goal is to get as close to that as possible our bodies are our bodies everybody's not going to be the exact same but just some general ideas and then some information about areas of, of back pain and what might be causing them. So I like to share that information with people for free. <laughs> yes. And I also have on my website, if you go to our shop tab, I have a couple of trainings. I'll have some more up. I have one that I'm working on now that is for like managing chaos in your life, kind of simplifying and making things smoother. But right now what I have on the site, uh, a training for people interested in physical therapy. So I kind of go through that whole process of initial interest through school and then journey into private practice. And then I have another one. Yeah, that's a good one. I was fortunate enough to do a presentation for the North Carolina Health Occupation Students of America, their conference here. And so I basically did that presentation. So I just re-recorded it, kind of condensed it a little bit and offer it for people on, on my website, you know, for a much reduced uh, amount. <laughs> so nice, nice. I have that. And then also because I do a lot of writing and I have been very blessed to be featured in a lot of great places. Some of my tips on health and fitness. I have a webinar that is up on my website right now recording that is for people who are interested in that. So if you're interested in having your blogs or your just your writing featured in major publications like Oprah or Shape Magazine or Reader's Drop, drop, the, na- drop the names on so they know you're not playing out here. Drop the names on so because I read the bio. They might have skipped the bio. Let, let folks know what's just some of the places that you've been in so they know that Lisa is not out here. Thank you. Yeah, that webinar is for people. It's just five steps to getting your your writings featured. But yes, I have been fortunate enough to be featured in the Oprah magazine. That was a big one for me because, you know, Oprah is like, you know, Oprah. I've been featured in Shape magazine. I've been featured in uh, on Livestrong.com, Bustle, She Knows. Oh, there's so many. I don't have my list in front of me, but I love um, it. I love it. She got so many. (laughs) But I love writing, and and that is why I love writing. And it's it's so cool because I'm writing about health and fitness related things and exercise. And so literally, I mean, topics from, I got emailed an article today from, what is it? I can't even recall, but I was talking about foam rolling. So I love, I love to put my two cents out there about some of the latest health trends and give people tips and tools and, you know, things from someone who has some experience, you know, with those things. So so yeah, if you want to be featured and, and do that type of work, I have a webinar on that. And uh, yeah, and I'll have more. I'll be loading more as, as the weeks go by. I'm just having to sit down and make time to record sure, everything. You're, too, you're <laughs> too busy out here. We got we to gotta get you like a VA or somebody to uh, kind of like direct. Just have that conversation. <laughs> I totally need one of those. Oh, yeah. Put that in the show notes. If someone yes. is looking... <laughs> I yes, somebody. We need someone in the North Carolina area. We need we we we, we need to have her out because we we can't get the second book right if, right if we don't free up some of her time. So we need to be able to try to free up some of her time to, to get the second book out here. Love it, Thank love you. it, love it, <laughs> love it. And then we and we and you talked about the second book. So this is going to be essentially kind of a recipe book, just based yes. on the the meal plan. Okay. Yep. So it's going to be just basic recipes. I, I'm gonna right now I, the format I have is sort of a set 
section for breakfast recipes, lunch, dinner. And then I'm going to have sort of a bonus section for kids lunch ideas because I try to get very creative with my kids because I'm not really the sandwich maker. I get very bored with that. So I try to get creative with their lunches. And so sometimes when I post them to Instagram, I have people like, what is that? How'd you do that? So I'm like, you know what? Let me just throw a few. So I'm thinking maybe five to seven kid lunch ideas. So you guys have some options for that too. You know, because sometimes it's nice to make their stuff fun. You know, we'll do like turkey dog skewers where it's like piece of turkey dog, some string cheese, turkey dog cheese. Ah. Cool stuff. You know, it, it doesn't take long. I'm not, I'm not that mom. I don't have a whole lot of time. But sometimes I try to give them little cutesy, you know, ideas for that. So, yeah, we're working on that. I'm going to maybe if I say it out loud, I'm going to set a tentative deadline of. Let's go. Let's go. December by the end of the year. <laughs> December. Okay? All right. December. So, yeah. All right. You, hear, you heard it here. And oh, again, I'm one of the best accountability partners. I'll be in the DMs. I'll be in the comments like, oh, hey, How's Christmas, that Christ, Christmas is coming around. That'd be an amazing Christmas <laughs> gift. I'm going to get it and I'm going to send you one. That's what I'm going to yes. do. It's going to be a Christmas present for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Before I let you go, I always ask my guests, you know, how is what you're doing helping to empower others take better control of their health? Well, what I hope and what I believe based on, you know, some of my client feedback can see that I'm leading by example. You know, I'm not just sitting here giving you a list of impossible things to do that I have not done or tried myself, but I'm actually, you know, being very honest. I'm being, I try to be very honest about my own shortcomings and my own struggles with this whole journey of wellness mm-hmm. and nutrition. And it, and it is a journey. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people need to realize that, that this, this isn't like a stop and go. Like, no, it's, and the journey contains some ups. It does have some downs as well. So absolutely. Yep. And it's ongoing. So, so my goal is to just to be authentic and transparent and, and open so that people can see that I'm doing this with them and I'm leading by example and I'm trying to do my part because my goal is to provide some level of inspiration. You know, if it's just enough to get you at the starting block, you know, we're doing something, we're going somewhere. But I teach people to be accountable for themselves and to recognize that, you know, your happiness, your joy, your health is only your responsibility. You know, these kids that we love so much, they will drain every ounce of your energy and they don't care what you eat. (laughs) 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 Okay, they are fine if you eat cheddar cheese popcorn all night and hang out with like the people in your life that love you the most are not necessarily necessarily checking for your health and it's your responsibility all the time so i just try to i put it back on 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 them on you this is on this is your life your body your health you only get to do this once <laughs> right as far as we know mm-hmm. <laughs> at least in this space oh, yes. so you got to do it right you try your best to do it right and that does not mean perfect Like I said, we all fall short. We all have tough days, weeks, sometimes months, right? But the point is you get back up, you keep going. So that's my goal. And I hope, you know, and I've had some people say it, but I hope that I continue to inspire people to to do this on their own and just and take the reins and say, this is my life. And I don't have to be governed by what I was taught growing up or what I saw growing up or what the people around me are doing. I can carve out a plan and a direction for my life that I think is better for me. And that's it. And I'm not better than the next person because I'm doing doing it i'm just trying to be good to me so <laughs> and where where can people find you where can they where can they track you down where can they stalk you to make sure when when that book comes out yes. they know where to purchase uh, <laughs> and again remember community, all these information will be in the show notes so you don't have to like write it down scurrying down now it will be in the show notes but where, where, where can they find you? website all that i know you talked i know you said it before but this, yes, this absolutely. For our, our late stragglers <laughs> so i love instagram i'm like I try to limit my time on there, but, but I am on Instagram all the time. So that's at Healthy Fit, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-P-H-I-T. 
that's me on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I will be honest. I do smaller interactions on, on Facebook, but I, everything that I post to Instagram goes to Facebook. So, so you can see my post there as well. Just, go, just go to Instagram. Yeah. Just go, see. just go to Instagram. Some great and pictures Twitter on there too. Y'all. Some great pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Twitter is the same way. I don't really spend time on there, but everything I say that I can get to my uh, Twitter page goes there as well. So everything is at healthy fit. And then, of course, my website, which is healthyfit.com. You guys can email me if you have questions, info, I-N-F-O, at healthyfit.com. And, yeah, join my mailing list because I send out my blogs, which is also on my website. And I send out, you know, specials. And you guys are the first to know when I do release something or when a webinar is available and things like that. So Love it. Love it. And, Dr. Lisa, again, I want to, uh, and I thought we talked earlier, but I do want to, you know, you know, show the, the graciousness of being able to take time and, you know, get me together, right? Get our Lunch Learn community <laughs> members together on a topic that is so important. And, you know, you, you once you Google lifestyle changes, you know, meal prepping, nutrition is such a big thing that pops up. And just the fact that you're able to simplify it and really give that personal touch, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. I'm so glad you you had me on. I appreciate it. And I love your podcast. I will be a continued subscriber and listener. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So you have a great day again. Thank you. And again, guys, remember she said December. So we got to like, we'll we'll plan a campaign around November timeframe to start like just dropping <laughs> comments, dropping comments and, and so we can get a good little Christmas gift. Like that's, that, that's going to be us. We want that Christmas gift. We want, we want the book to come out. And, and again, we, again, pick up the book. It's, it's on your website now, as well as Amazon. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. Get, get it off. So I, I always tell my, I always tell my listeners, if you can get a chance, always get the books off the, the person's website, right? Cause mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, <laughs> they try to take all our money, right? Like, so if you can Thank get you. the book off the website First, right? If you have to, right? If you got to get a kindled out, whatever, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> we we like, don't care how you get it. Just we don't care. Just get it. That's that's probably the goal. We don't care how you get it. Just just get it done, and you know we're gonna appreciate you for it. Thank you. Th- thank you again for joining the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for getting to the end of the show. I am your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, host of The Lunch Learner, Dr. Barry. And this is another amazing episode that we like to bring to you week after week on betterment of empowering yourself for better health today. If you have not had a chance, please go ahead and subscribe to the show if this is your first time listening. If you already listen and you've already subscribed, make sure to leave me a five-star review because your support is absolutely important in keeping the show moving as it is. And if you have not had a chance and you want to check out today's show notes, always head over to lunchlearnpod.com. That is lunchlearnpod, all in one word, dot com. And you can get the access to my show notes for every single episode, but especially the one you just listened to. And I'm going to see you guys next week. You guys be blessed. Bye.